Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. Well, we made it to Friday, and it is a feel-good Friday. Hope you're feeling good as we head into the Super Bowl weekend. Looking forward to a fabulous game, man. This should be a great game. Any way you cut it. Any way you cut it. It should be a great competitive game. And um, I don't care whether those people on Sports Handle think that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are the most annoying people. I think they're pretty darn good. I don't understand that. They're only annoying because they win. Yeah, that's right. There's producer Hannah, John Hello. Marsh. Uh, what, what, how much money you got in this game? Thousand, two thousand, three thousand? No, that's illegal in Missouri. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. I'm going to have to run over to Shawnee Mission to play okay. that bet. <laughs> and um, <laughs> there's a, I, I watched, saw a big report on that about gambling and how uh, you know the online sports betting world is? I mean, billions and bill, tens of billions. Of, it's a huge, huge, um, you know, throughout the states. And how many states is it legal? How many is it not? I don't know, but um, not legal in Missouri. Wonder why not? Why don't they just legalize it? Why? Why not? That's the whole battle we've seen at the state house: the the online gambling crowd versus the slot machines in the gas station crowd. And that's been the that's been big thing. They bumped heads over. There are 38 states plus Washington, D.C., where legalized sports betting is a thing. Okay, so first they were marijuana, and then we were marijuana. Now they're all betting, then we'll be... Okay, so we have betting. I I don't understand this. Oh, by the way, welcome in, Ashley Emmel. Good morning. uh, She's waiting on the coffee. She's waiting on coffee. (laughs) Co-hosting. They're waiting for the coffee. Um, Juan uh, Carlo from uh, Colombia brought the beans in as we were talking. Um, But... You know, you think about this from a just from a sort of a logical perspective. We have legalized gambling in Missouri called casinos, <laughs> right? Am I is that an accurate statement? That's accurate. Okay. People would like to do legalized gambling on video terminals in gas stations. Yep. Mm-hmm. Both are are games of of chance, right? Why wouldn't you want to legalize it in gas stations? Why wouldn't you want to legalize sports betting? What? Mm-hmm. Why are we? Why are we elevating one type of gambling mm-hmm. over the others? Is this just a turf battle that you know? It sounds like it has been. I mean, yeah. uh, the irony, I think, going into this weekend, you're playing the Super Bowl in the you know, in arguably the world capital of yeah. gambling, Sin which is City. Vegas, yeah. uh, Missouri. Chiefs fans can't legally uh, bet on the Super Bowl. And you know who else can't? Who? Californians. Really? They don't have it legalized? No, they don't. I didn't know that. Huh. But you could bet on it. Like, if you were in Vegas, you could bet, you could bet on the mm. game there. Just not in Missouri, mm. right? Yeah. Well, I guess you can't do an online thing, I guess, right. in Missouri, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. And and uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just don't understand it. I mean... It, yeah, there, there's all. Well, there was until they were regulated. There was the mafia was involved sure. in, you know, in in casinos and, and in gambling. And there'll always be nefarious people in every business, right? There's nefarious doctors. There's nefarious lawyers. There's nefarious everyone in every business. Yeah. Nefarious retailers. Refer- I just think that if I, it might as well just be legalized and yeah. benefit from the tax benefit well, for the state and buyer like beware. Sorry, right. it's been it's been thirty years since the U.S. Supreme Court did away with the what was that the you know the Amateur Sports Protection Act thing? Yeah, back in the nineties, and that's when the thirty-eight states or so went with legalized g- gaming. 
Yeah. So I I don't it just doesn't make common sense to me. It certainly doesn't make libertarian sense to me and Sure. I'm you know, you know that I lean that way. I I think you tend to be a freedom first type of person, yes, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Um I don't know. I Overregul- you know, we were talking about the cost of childcare off the off the air about someone who actually just sort of went away from their gig because they have a baby and they want to, you know, that may we were speculating. I wonder if that had something to do with it mm-hmm. because you know, taking a big cut in salary yeah. to work from home essentially. Yeah. Uh, just so you don't have to pay for childcare. Childcare is so expensive. I know women that are just about you know making what they're paying in childcare or just not, you know after taxes and childcare they're working for very little, sure. right? And 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 but we had uh, we had lunch with Scott Fawn last week and it was interesting because um I was I proposed it's like instead of the taxpayers subsidizing and creating another program where a redistribution of wealth mm-hmm. basically yes. where you're you're taking mm-hmm. from one group of people and giving to another tax credits basically lately is what they're talking yeah uh why don't we first address regulations in that industry and over regulations because i was involved in starting one of those mm-hmm. at a hospital to try to for recruitment and retention it was wildly popular there was a net loss every year on it but it certainly it was a net positive for the operation, sure. right? Sure. Because you, boy, when you lose someone, turnover costs a lot more than yes, anyone realizes. Yes, just in does. terms of a business cost, okay. It's a morale cost for coworkers. It's a service cost for 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 customers. Okay, so it is it is an act of Congress to get a daycare started. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my my wife wanted to volunteer because there was a shortage. Someone got sick for it was down for six weeks or whatever. Oh no my gosh! You got to get fingerprinted. You got to prove that you're not a child molest. Hello, which I'm, which I'm thankful as a parent. You know, you want people that are good people that don't have a criminal background, maybe that you know have a clean bill. I disagree. No? I disagree. No? I don't think it's the really? state. If you're going to turn your, if you're going to take the, if you're going to. It's your responsibility to vet who you're turning your child over to. I it's see not what you're my saying. responsibility. That makes sense. That, That's not yeah, my responsibility. You. If you're going to, you know, subordinate that responsibility, which I think is a responsibility of parenting. That's my. That's a weird perspective. I know. Center. Like, what about like a center like you're talking about that was in the hospital? Do you think that that's not the hospital's? obligation to make sure safe people are caring for the employees children that's th- that's my responsibility to answer to you yes. not to the state Them, yes I that's need what to, i mean you need yes. to answer me yes. if if i choose to say hey my people are fingerprinted it's going to cost you it's going to cost you an extra 50 bucks a week because i have extra regulatory burden and they're mm-hmm. i can prove okay you may choose to do that Absolutely. on the other hand you may say well i know randy i know his wife and you know yeah. i don't need to know you know what i mean so yeah. i just don't i think the state gets involved in too much regulation it raises prices mm-hmm. right think about it you mm-hmm. could offer the services at compass chiropractic and wellness cheaper if you didn't have all the overregulation. absolutely a lot of the cost that's built into your fees right comes from that absolutely me too yes what about all the regulation of lpns rns physicians assistants etc that's all you know you have to have the ticket to practice it's it's absolutely insane and you know the cato institute has made some pretty interesting comments on this about licensure and what Mm -hmm. a crazy thing all licensure does essentially is protects it protects you from the very worst behavior. It mm-hmm. doesn't really, just because someone has a license doesn't mean they're excellent. Sure. It means they don't kill people regularly. 
Hopefully not. Is that where the Hopefully. bar is? Hopefully no, I mean, not. I'm, 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 I'm hyperbolic, but I mean, it means that... You're they, overreactive. It means that they don't get constant <laughs> complaints and they're not giving out drugs illegally. You know what I mean? It's The bar is very low for getting a license. Wasn't there a daycare provider locally who got in trouble for giving the kids melatonin? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that, that was. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'm just a buyer beware guy. Yeah. I'm sorry. And and we have courts. That's what the courts are for. Mm-hmm. If you have a problem with someone, you address that. Yeah. And since that's public record, if we have engaged consumers, they're, oh, I better check. This. I'm going to take a look and, mm-hmm. you know, try to vet this. I just, yeah. I think the state has very little business being in about 90% of what the state's into. They, yeah. If the mm-hmm. state were would get the heck out of our lives life would be so much better i'm I'm channeling gary nolan here but i I really agree with him there but going back to the child care costs you know i think that if you have one child of course it's expensive for good care for your child but when you have two and three and four children that's when you might as well one of you might as well stay home because you are definitely going that way the only difference is you have to think about your retirement and maybe contribution to social security and medicare for later if you're staying home you're not having those contributions well, and then there's the whole other argument of, I mean, the sociology and the child development is pretty clear that mm-hmm. especially in the first two or three years of life, if you are at all able to do it, this is not Randy speaking. This is the science speaking. Mm-hmm. And Hannah, I am science. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bill Nye. <laughs> no, that's Mr. I'm Dr. Guy. Fauci. I am the science. No, I mean, the science, the, the women prominently among them, my favorite uh, counselor, family psychotherapist, Erica uh, Komisar writes in the Wall Street Journal, wrote a book called Being There about the first three years of motherhood are so important. And mm-hmm. she ideally, yeah, mom should be there with the kid for three years. Now, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you can, maybe you can't. But if not that, dad or grandma or someone, you want to have someone in that nuclear close fair as close to nuclear family. Those kids just developmentally on average will stand less risk of having less optimistic outcomes but that's just that's a whole other discussion okay so i want to talk about this guy named steve old guy underscore steve you might know that i like that uh twitter right you know right? yeah i yeah. never would have guessed i never knew about old this guy, guy randy tobler i'm not liked. an old guy i'm a very young my wife told me she says you know you look long younger than your stated age <laughs> you know what did crack that's me when up, i though, sent this her morning. a picture with one of those filters that you can put <laughs> oh, on there you go anyway, yeah. you know what made me laugh this morning what you got upset that ashley and i didn't get your reference to, to Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. Yeah, so yeah, you no immediately idea. went to the oldest guy in the building, other than you, <laughs> to ask him. And when that when that guy still didn't know, you got real upset. Mm. But I don't know about you, but Randy pulled it up. say about me when I did know? <laughs> Randy pulled it up and he's like, no, you know, like this book. And I'm like, I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> oh, so I don't know. You know, I just love the fun thing about Twitter is you. it's it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to find, right? right. You start. I was like, I've got to find some good sound about Joe Biden's press conference. Uh-huh. I've got to find about the Supreme Court arguments, which we'll talk about at 7.35. And I thought, man, and then I got, went down the rabbit hole. You did? And, and so I saw this guy. He says, so I'm at Walmart scanning and bagging my almost $300 worth of groceries while the employee that wants $15 an hour monitors, in air quotes, uh, and then this happened. Her, why are you double bagging all of your groceries? Me, excuse me? Her, you are wasting your ba- our bags. Me, if you don't like the way I'm bagging the groceries, feel free to come over here and bag them yourself. Her, that's not my job. 
Me, okay, then I'll bag my groceries how I please, if that's all right with you. Her, why are you using two bags? Because the bags are weak and I don't want the handles to break or the bottom gets ripped out. Now, this is where it gets good. Her, well, that's because you're putting too much stuff in the bag. If you took half of that stuff out and put it in a different bag, then you wouldn't need to double bag. (laughs) Ten seconds of me just staring at her. (laughs) Me, so you want me to split these items in half, put half of them in a different bag so I don't have to double bag. Exactly. So I'd still be using two bags to hold the same number of items. Her, no, because you wouldn't be double bagging. Me, pressing two fingers to my left eye in an attempt to make it stop twitching. (laughs) Me, okay, so I have a jug of milk and a bottle of juice double bagged. If I take the milk out, remove the double bag, just put the milk in the single bag, the juice in the other bag, I'm still using two bags. Her, no, because you are not double bagging them, so it's not the same number of bags. (laughs) Wow. And yeah. Everything is self-checkout, though, now. Have you noticed that? Yeah. You cannot go anywhere without only one checker being present with five You're million right. people And waiting. I love it. That that employee probably went to a, uh, a CRT and DEI school probably. where they didn't teach math. Probably. I saw that but, this story was debunked, though. Oh. But you know what? But I it's a funny one. It is. Yeah, I don't cares? mind self-checkout <laughs> until it says... Like extra item in bag, and I'm like, I didn't put an extra item in the bag, or I know. miss code. I'm like, no, I didn't. I scanned it. <laughs> I love it when uh, Mr. Old Guy Randy is trying to check out, and I've got a bottle of booze there, yes. and they have to come out, and I'm saying, mm-hmm. you sure you don't want to look at my, you know, you uh-huh. want to look at They're my ID? ID? No. Oh, you're one of those guys. Make the grocery store worker feel bad. <laughs> but you know what's more annoying, Randy, is when you're just getting ginger beer, yeah. which is alcohol free, yeah. and the kid can't scan it for you because it's in the 21 and older. Really? Section. Yes, they have to bring wow. somebody oh, older to scan it for you. Yeah, we'll see what's hot with Hannah. Maybe we'll ask Hannah. Maybe she can talk about ginger beer when we come back and mocktails for Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. We got to talk about Super Bowl food too. We'll do that too. Wake up, Mid Missouri. We'll be right back. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri. News, analysis, and opinion, free of charge from Wake Up Mid Missouri. We're getting closer to 725, and now it's time for What's Hot with Anna. Getting closer to you, you know, successfully I'm, doing what you're supposed I'm, to do. I'm, but I'm working on it. That's okay. That's okay. There's Progress. Another chance. What's going on? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're aware of this or not. John might be able to help us out here. There's like a big game going on this weekend. I heard about something. Heard Basketball it. Tigers in Mississippi yeah. State. Tigers are playing Mississippi State, yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and they're really, oh, man, they're really having a great season, those Tigers. Wow. Ooh. Well, and we were talking about the uh, Not. most annoying, allegedly most annoying yeah. uh, players in the league. Uh-huh. And I guess Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes came in at number one and number two in that survey. Yeah. And Travis Kind of had some haters after the mm-hmm. Ravens game where he uh, picked up one of the kickers for the Ravens, you know, football helmet and his ball and f- kind of threw them out of Patrick Mahomes' way during warmups. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of folks only saw one side of that story and were calling Travis a jerk and saying things like fame was getting to his head, yada, yada, yada. And one of the wives of one of the coaches actually took to TikTok, of course. Of course, that's where I saw this. <laughs> to tell a story about Travis Kelsey from several years ago. Do you remember the self 
tying Marty McFly style Nike shoes that they came out with a couple years ago? You know. Oh, <laughs> definitely not. Okay, well, this... I was reading Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farms' 1903 novel then. <laughs> this entire What's Hot Throwback. with Hannah thing might be derailed, but. You know, in the movie Back to the Future, yes. mm-hmm. they have the self-tying Nikes. They're okay. white high-top sneakers, and he slips his foot in, and the laces Oh, yeah, cinch okay. Down. Now, now, now okay. you're bringing back... Yes, I understand it. Yes. Okay, so Nike actually released a shoe inspired by that a couple years ago, and Nike and Travis Kelsey work together a lot, and so he gets sent items from Nike, uh-huh. and they had sent him... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I got distracted. They had sent him a pair of these self-tying sneakers. Oh, okay. And the you know some of the teammates were joking and one of the coaches is a big sneakerhead and he happens to only have one arm. And the teammates were joking about how, you know, the coach of all the people in the world, he would really benefit yeah. from these shoes. Sure. And the coach was a sneakerhead. So very quietly, Travis Kelsey went to his Nike rep and ordered the coach a pair of these self-tying Nike sneakers that I'm sure were oh. that I'm yeah. sure were massively expensive. Buku bucks, yeah. Mm-hmm. The yes. Marty McFlies. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And just very quietly put them in the coach's locker in the locker room and never Aww. made a big deal about it. Oh, and he is man. underpaid. How could he afford that? <laughs> well, underpaid <laughs> in comparison to other athletes at his level. Um, but when we look at, you know, our salaries, we probably would not think no. that he was underpaid. Well, now they have the new slip-in sneakers, right? Where you don't have any, oh, there's yeah, no like laces. Oh, yeah, the Skechers. Yeah, yeah, Skechers. How come they, if they're easy to slip in, how come they don't slip out as you start walking? They Maybe they do if you go too fast. Hey, we need to do an on-air trial of that. You think Skechers would sponsor that? <laughs> let's, reach, let's reach out. Dryer Shoe Store might be able to help let's us out. out. Supreme Court arguments coming up. Text the crew at 874-9390. Warning, everyone on the show can read your texts. President, in your view, would be free to act as he or she wishes without regard to that individual. I don't think so, because I think, again, the de facto Why? officer doctrine would nevertheless come into play to say this is... No, de facto, that, would, that doesn't work, Mr. Murray, because de facto officer is to ratify the conduct that's done afterwards and, and, and insulate it from judicial review. Put that aside. I'm not going to say it again. Put it aside, okay? I think Justice Lee does ask a very different question, a more pointed one, and more difficult one for you, I understand, but I think it deserves an answer. On your theory... Would anything compel a a lower official to obey an order from, in your view, the former president? I'm imagining a situation where, for example, a former president was, you know, a president was elected and they were 25 and they were ineligible to no, hold office, but no, nevertheless they were no, put into that no, office. No, we're talking about Section 3. And please don't change the hypothetical, okay? I'm, please don't change the hypothetical. I- that was Justice Neil Gorsuch, I mean hammering Jason Murray, mm-hmm. who was arguing in behalf of the state of Colorado, his first oral argument yesterday in front of the Supreme Court uh, about whether or not Donald Trump should be thrown off the ballot. I'm Randy Tobler. There's Ashley Emmel in for Stephanie. Good morning. And John Marsh. 
Yes, sir. Who was taking it all in yesterday. And Hannah, who transcribed this as my homework assignment to her. So she's going to spend the next 10 or 15 minutes talking about the Supreme Court uh, oral arguments. Right, Hannah? Yeah. Good. So what do you think about that, Hannah? Uh, Jason Murray... It's an interesting dynamic here because clearly Neil Gorsuch was almost condescending. I mean, he, he was. was he was he hammering was. him. Yeah, and I think a lot of the uh, maybe I maybe I only heard selective portions that 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 highlighted this, but everyone, including Kagan, Katanji Brown Jackson, the only one who was sort of you know pro off the ballot was was sort of my or, but I mean the rest of them were just hammering this guy, mm-hmm. and this guy was a clerk. For both Kagan and Gorsuch. Now, Hannah, how, I mean, what an interesting position. Think about it. If, you know, as you were learning the business and you were, you know, being mentored by, you know, other producers and folks and you were learning, and then maybe in some kind of a production meeting or something, there was that kind of behavior. How wouldn't that be just a total, wouldn't that just knock you down 10, 10 notches? I oh, mean, yeah. I just, wow. And the guy tried to come back, and every time he came back, he said, I'm only going to say it once. I mean, <laughs> it reminded me of, like, yeah. you know, fifth grade. It was. A really, like, teacher-student thing. <laughs> um, I, I don't know that I've heard arguments that uh, one-sided. I mean, they just kept asking him. Well, so, like, so if one state can do this with a president, with one president, presidential candidate, Who's to say uh, someone on the other side? And they were clearly referencing. I mean, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft's talked about if, and he was at at the oral arguments. Mm-hmm. He's talked about, hey, you know, we're going to follow the rules, and if the rules are that a state can do this, I will follow the rules. He was telegraphing, I think, some stuff that could come down. Sure, from sure. Jefferson, absolutely. John, do you think that Jay Ashcroft would pull the trigger on getting Biden <laughs> off the ballot? <laughs> You know, I mean that, that that was the whole debate that sort of sort of came through the whole discussion with the with the high justices and all is the what if 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 they sign off on this what happens to elections in the vast majority of states in the future? Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And I think it was either Brown Jackson or Kagan who at one point said so. Let's just say, and it's it's almost coming down to this in our elections with the Electoral College. What is there, four or five states are going to make the difference? The rest of us don't matter. Which is, isn't that so weird, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't want a popular vote thing, either. No? Because then it's the most populous centers exactly are going right. to rule. So, That's right. I, I, you know, I, I think it is what it is. But she said, so hypothetically, what if there was one state, and that state that was the pivotal state are going to be the pivotal state everyone knew it Mm -hmm. the only one that was really in contest and they decided to throw one of the candidates off the ballot you're going to have one state mr murray determine the whole election for the country and he tried to fumble his way through an answer but i mean it was like bam that was it it's a great point though yeah it could come down to that yeah uh five seven three eight seven four ninety three ninety uh an interesting we have a question for not my words but uh listener brett's words can you all get Miss Ashley <laughs> oh, no. to, to sing the Compass Cairo song, please? LOL. Oh, wouldn't that be great? I don't think you want me to. You don't do that song. I don't. I wish I did. Wouldn't oh. that be great? Did you compose the song? I did not. Oh, okay. I want you to know that I consistently have that jingle stuck in hey. my head. Yeah. So yeah. kudos to you for coming up with a catchy jingle. Yes. I find myself all the time at home. So come How's the new office working out? You have you expanded, right? We did. Our yeah. new office is amazing. It's great. If you guys haven't come and seen it, stop by. We'd love to. I do. I need to stop to by and see it. have you over. Make you a cup of coffee. Yeah. Can you can you get some of these old guy 
aches and pains out. Sure you know? can. Sure can. You know, since I've started swimming again, I really have got <laughs> less of those aches and pains. I love swimming because I, I, I was running. I was getting back mm-hmm. into running, but that's, I don't know. It's just, Where do you swim at? At the Ark. Okay. Yeah. But it, um, I love swimming. Didn't but you I, used to dive off the side of the Admiral in the Mississippi? <laughs> yeah. In between sets when I was playing with the Bob Cuban band. We played there Wednesday through uh-huh. Sundays, you know, top 40 stuff. Uh-huh. That's why I make Hannah play the, the Blood, Sweat, and Tears and, you know, the, and the Earth, Wind, and Fire. So you don't do Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I just click the button and whatever and plays, plays. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, but the swimming is, you know, as if you're getting more aches and pains, mm-hmm. as you get old, and a lot of people tell me that it just hurts them anymore if they used to run or they sure. used to be more high impact stuff. Swimming is, for some reason, a forgotten it exercise. Is forgotten. Yeah. It's great. Why do you think that? Do you think that because people don't want to get in their swimsuit and get in the pool and do the exercise, or do you think that people just forget that it's an option? Well, it's not as accessible, yeah. I feel like. There you go. Mm-hmm. It takes a little longer to, you know, you have to go there. But there's something very, ener- it's just a really good tired you get after mm-hmm. swimming. It's mm-hmm. a it's a different kind of a tired. Your body isn't beat up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a really like a good vibe after swimming. It's great. Uh, and Well, and I, I mean, I also love swimming, but it's kind of hard to find a, yeah. a place that you can go swim mm-hmm. laps. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they've asked me not to swim too often, you know, Hannah, there, because... When people start looking at the Adonis-like RFK Jr. body that shows up when I walk onto the swimming deck, <laughs> it, 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 it distracts people. Distract, and, you know, it takes distracts the yeah, so I, you know, yeah. yeah, Randall. I don't want to embarrass Randall. other people. <laughs> I am. I am going to call them right now and fact check that statement. <laughs> There's a new sign up. No, I, I actually, as I walk onto the, the swimming lap area, I, I always show great pre. Am I in the pool? Gratitude you can't to, to, this, to the to the uh, to the the lifeguard there. I'm like, hey, thank you. Keep an eye on me, would you? Yeah. <laughs> if I don't come up in ten seconds, please come in, after me. In case, it, no, it's not my chair going down. If I disappear, <laughs> I'm not on a chair. I'm swimming. Uh-huh. Like, in case you're just joining us, we've had a little problem with the hydraulic chair. It keeps like I don't know. We need yeah. chair Viagra or something in here. I don't know what's going on. We're gonna put in. You a need to work on order. your kick turn, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I've never learned to do. A purchase. Order? I'm so envious. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We have two conversations going on here. We do. Um, no, the the kick turn. Every time I try to do that, I take in water through the nose. I cannot do it. I've tried, you know, at the end of the lap and yeah, being really. I can't do it either. A guy next to me the other day was doing, it and I felt, man, I was so envious. I'm like, how do you do that, dude? He said, I don't know. I just started. Doing, I cannot do it. I have a water phobia, so forever the pool together, and if you're drowning, I can't help you. <laughs> I'm out of there. You're yeah, out of there. Sorry. You're, not, you're like I'm very sorry. See you, Rand. Bye. Basically. Yeah, okay. Need a host next day? Nice okay, knowing you. <laughs> I can fill in for you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Sandy's laughing. She says, ha ha ha. I think that's it my comment about the Adonis like body. I'm I'm working on it, Sandy. Now what I want to know, I'm actually I say this. I don't know if I really want to know. You, <laughs> you give do. Houseworth a lot of grief yeah. for wearing yeah. speedos, yeah, which Does we've he? never been able to uh, fact check. I, I highly <laughs> doubt he wears speedos. No, you know um, what? But is that what you wear to the pool? I have to tell you. Oh no! Yes, I have to tell. I was you. looking yes. for a simple no. Yes, yes. I Remember was looking for asked. a simple no. I don't wear speedos. I don't wear a speedo, but I actually wear the most baggy, like sail on a sailboat. Really? Things. For one reason, drag. It cre- You might call me a drag king. 
I'm a drag. More, I'm a drag more, swingman king. Creates more resistance because it gives you more. And I understand that on swimming teams they train like that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe it isn't. But no, I do that. But then what's really fun then is because then when I go down, if we once every couple of years we might go diving, and mm-hmm. you know, in the down in Cozumel or somewhere, and I'll and then when I get in the pool, I will wear a little tighter, you know, wear, and. Um, Man, I, I tell my wife I'm swimming like a porpoise. Yeah. I feel like this is amazing, uh-huh. you know? So, so if you freedom. train with that stuff and then you do the other, mm-hmm. it's great. It's great. You're swimming like a porpoise. <laughs> no, I mean, it really, when you're streamlined like that, you feel great. But man, when you're wearing those fluffy, you know, down to your down to your knees kind sure. of things. oh. Do you go swimming on your own or do you do like the aerobics class in the water? <laughs> No, I'm being serious. <laughs> He's I'm a lap swimmer, aren't you? I Are you laughing? The, I, prefer, I prefer the Esther Williams water dance class where you put your hand I've up heard and you turn so. over. I have, oh, I'm picturing Randy with like a flowered shower cap on with his floaties on next to a bunch of older women doing an aerobics oh, class. That's why in the class. Yeah, it's for the ladies. Yeah, oh. it's, it's the nines out there. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, uh, so, John, what you have coming up at, uh, at 748 Save here? Save us, John. Save us, will you? What's John? in Joe Bryden's fridge for Super Bowl Sunday? This is presuming they let him stay up past halftime. All right. Mm-hmm. That'll get us into a nice discussion. Yeah. We're going to talk about what to eat, what not to eat, some fun stuff uh, on Super Bowl weekend here. You're listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. The gang's all here. Glad you are, too. We'll be right back. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. The doctor is in. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. And that would be all. Except for this. As we take a check of the White House fridge for Super Bowl Sunday... First Lady Jill Biden says, Joe Biden, pretty much a basic eater. Put a plate of spaghetti and meatballs in front of him. He's like a kid in a candy shop. A little strange on his favorite drink, orange Gatorade. He also drinks Coke Zero, regular Coke, and black coffee. But as we all know, he's indulged many scoops of ice cream. His favorite being from Portland's Salt and Straw, Chocolate Woodblock and Double Fold Vanilla. White House Oval Office kept stocked with Haagen-Dazs vanilla chocolate chip and salted peanut butter with chocolate flecks. Let's see. Uh, Capriati stuff. Yeah, Capriati subs from back in Delaware. His favorite is the Bobby Thanksgiving on a roll. Long roll slathered mayonnaise, shredded turkey, cranberry sauce, and bread stuffing. And he was known in law school to... Buy up cheese steaks, take them back, and sell them to his Syracuse classmates for, for three times the cost. <laughs> and the president uh, also is a teetotaler. Oh, so no, no alcohol. Now you know the rest of that wow. story. And Trump is the same way when it yeah, comes they to both alcohol. Are. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that goes to show you that um, maybe have a drink and lighten up, guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it also goes to show you that uh, you know apparently being a teetotaler, assume he has been his whole life, doesn't prevent you from having cognitive decline right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you certainly can increase your risk of that you well, know, and, yeah. if you overdo it speaking of alcohol intake have i 
told you the interesting question I got asked at my doctor's appointment this week? Tell me. So, you know, they're doing vitals, asking you all the questions they always ask you. Here we go. Yeah, intruding into your life. (laughs) And they asked me, you know, if I consumed alcohol. I said, every once in a while, but not very often. And sometimes they'll ask you, you know, about how many drinks would you average a week or something like that. But she asked me, how many drinks have you had in the last three months? Like, I don't know. (laughs) That's a long time to have to try to think back. So I I pretty much just came up with a random number. Yeah. Uh, There's different ways of measuring, you know, excess alcohol use and, you know. But I just thought that 3 months is a very long time to yeah. have That's a long to, time. Yeah. I bet I bet it was the CPT code to get an additional fee. Yeah, right. Yeah, now they have to ask uh, especially for Medicare patients, they have to ask uh, something called a PQ2, mm-hmm. uh, right? Mm-hmm. And that's uh that's basically a little depression screening and then there's the GAD7 and anxiety screening. And if they click the right box, have you Medicare recipients out there, they if they have to do that. That's why they're doing that so that they can get a little reimbursement. Mm-hmm. So just put up with them. Yep. So in some cases it's good because you find out, but in a lot of cases it's like, wait a minute, I was here last week for my UTI mm-hmm. and now I'm here for my sinus infection. Why are you keep asking me this? You know, yeah. you think I've really become depressed in a week? You and might have. You it, might have. You might have, but it becomes annoying to people sure and it's does. very robotic. Yeah. But I think what a lot of people don't realize with Medicare, like we actually our reimbursement fee was lowered this year. We make mm-hmm. less this year than we did last year. Yeah, it still t-shirt. doesn't pay for the price no, of, of the cost of doing business. Yeah, so um, I I see more and more people jumping off of Medicare. They're not participating, and mm-hmm. um, I think you're going to see more and more of that. Mm-hmm. And folks are just going to you know deal with their their provider of care and you know do a cash basis thing because it just doesn't really cover you. But you can still use your Medicare in those relationships if you need a big you know if you got to go to the emergency room or you need a procedure or something mm-hmm. like that. It's possible. Um, What's talking about Super Bowl food? Do, what's your favorite? Let's start with Hannah. What is your? I mean, what do you and Brandon like? Really, what's in your already? Uh, Sugar plum fairies dancing in your head, but now <laughs> translate from Christmas to Super Bowl. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? Uh, like food wise? Yes, I would say the the Embry family is big on the buffalo chicken dip. That's a staple. Oh, that's a good one. Um, and you eat it with the the Fritos scoops. That's Ooh, important. Wow. Uh, and Rotel dip. I'd say those are the two big oh, ones. Oh, the Rotel dip is a big one. Yeah. yeah. That's with the Velveeta and the Rotel, right? In there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, some ground beef or sausage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might get some pickled asparagus if I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, go. whatever. No, I'm kidding you. I think she's got, I don't know what she has planned. John, how about you? I'm kind of kind of traditional the chili the hot wings that yeah. kind of stuff little smokies maybe oh yeah now wait chili there's going to be a chili cook-off tomorrow you're going to do chili on top of chili chili on top of chili you have to <laughs> yeah. i think it's the law isn't it <laughs> have you guys seen the little arrowhead shaped burger patties that steels no. has in Those jefferson are cool. city he's got them on sale i uh, just noticed that on his website steels custom meats really i have not seen that oh that's the burger patties are in the great. shape of like a little oh, Kansas city great. arrowhead uh, so how about the Emmels? What are you guys going to do? Do you? Um, we love wings and all the dips, and I don't know what else. Well, there's wings pizza. and there's wings. Are you buying the frozen ones from Tyson in no, the we'll freezer probably, case? Or yeah, you, we'll smoke them, like fresh you wings. smoke them. Mm-hmm. You have to fry them to get the ultimate buffalo I wing, know, though, don't you? I know. You yeah, just can't bring you yourself to do that, can you? I can't. Not healthy. Well, healthy I, Dr. I, if Ash, I was going do. somewhere to eat it, I'd yeah. be all about it, but I don't yeah. like the mess in my house. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 
But, uh, but it's good if you smoke them and then put them in the air fryer and get them a little bit crispy. Yeah. There, there you go. go. That's like oh, a that's a good brown. idea. Mm-hmm. My husband really likes to deep fry stuff, and it makes the house stink for a couple mm-hmm. days. It does. <laughs> I look forward to warmer weather when he can do it outside. Oh. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite, for, my former favorite listeners, Bruce says, going back former. to the swimming, <laughs> at his age, doesn't want anything hitting the floor. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the Speedo in the swim pool. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're having a lot of fun here on a Feel Good Friday. Don't forget, winners and losers nominations at uh, 835. Uh, we'll be back and uh, and talk more about Super Bowl in just a little bit. I want to talk about cocktails, mocktails. Mocktails are making a big, a big, big surge, right? Yeah. So we'll talk about that as well. Five seven three eight seven four ninety three ninety.